superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh-oh, Rich. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I am GTG. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Mike White finds him. I am uh, all in on Mike White and seeing what he can do the rest of the way. We've seen proof of life. 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 The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. Host of the Right Time Podcast, Bomani Jones. Bill's linebacker, Vaughn Miller. Plus, your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We have got a fun Thursday program in store for you. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial all three hours. We've got lots of time to talk as... We've got uh, three guests, uh, and we've got a Hall of Famer, a future Hall of Famer on this program. Kurt Warner's first up in less than 20 minutes' time. I'm uh, going to see him this weekend uh, in a booth in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, and the two of us are going to sit there, and we're going to look at an elf on the field, and it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be a great <laughs> Week 15 game. Uh, we've also got ourselves uh, in the middle of that triple header. That's a great game with Kurt Warner. Uh, can't wait to be out there with him. Von Miller is in studio. Oh, he's not in studio. He's, he's, he's on the air on our program calling in an hour number three. He's back with the Buffalo Bills, working out with the team and just hanging out with them and rehabbing with the team right now. As we all know, he's out for the season with a knee injury. And in the meantime, uh, he's doing what uh, uh, a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, politicians are doing these days, which is podcasting. And um, and uh, Vaughn is on uh, is is uh, is right in the middle of a conversation leading up to week number 15, um, which is uh, Micah Parsons kind of showing a little bit of the back of the hand to Jalen Hurts. He said it on Vaughn's podcast called essentially Jalen Hurts a system quarterback. Can't wait to chat with Vaughn Miller coming up in hour number three as his Buffalo Bills are welcoming in the Miami Dolphins in that triple header. That's going to be great. Uh, Bomani Jones right in the middle of the program. 844-204-RICH, you throughout this entire show. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you? Hey, Rich, what's up? Good to see you, DJ Mikey D. Good morning, Nuts. How are you, TJ Jefferson? What's going on? I'm good, man. Isn't technically everyone like a system quarterback if you're running a system? I guess so, if you really want to be philosophical about that sort of thing. Uh, The guy uh, with the leaf blower. He's uh, a system leaf blower. Don't even get me started. He waited till 8.59 to turn on the leaf blower. If you're watching watching on the Roku channel, you're watching some foliage getting blown around. Like, seriously, like, like, like we're in... Like we're in apocalypse now. Like we're deep in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, like like I mean, there's literally there's like one shrub behind me here. And look, we're not knocking anybody trying to do their job. But literally, we not. sat here for However. one hour 
and did nothing. Well, and then at 8.59 in like 40 seconds. We've got Arr. ourselves a fun show here on the Roku channel for free. We're all, oh, all Roku yes. devices have the Roku yeah. channel for free. We Shout also have got uh, uh, the ability to be seen for free on the Roku app, which is on every mobile device. Samsung Smart TVs, also Amazon Fire TV, the Roku channel.com. We say hello to everybody listening on our terrestrial radio network, as well as Odyssey, Sirius XM, and more. Um, we're, I, I, I'm so excited uh, to not only uh, be in Cleveland and calling a football game with Kurt Warner, Browns, Ravens. I'm so fired up for that. And then week 15 just in general fires me up because now is when the rubber meets the road for sure. Now is when we're going to see teams get eliminated. Now is when we're going to see teams dig themselves out of the hole that they've dug themselves. Now we're going to see teams that have started well, swooned, try and put their foot in the ground and go on a run. Now we're seeing teams that start well, have swooned and potentially fall off the map. Now we're going to see whether a team that is at the top of the flow chart can continue to stay there. Now we're going to find a team that we thought could be at the top of the flow chart that is not make their way up over the final four games of the regular season. We're all confused still. It's an 18-week season, 17-game regular season. Back in the day, the last four meant it was the final four of the season. Now it's the final four weeks of the season. Everybody's done with their bye weeks. Everybody's back. No more bye weeks. And here we go. And tonight is a perfect kickoff for it. Now is a perfect time to put the 49ers and the Seahawks Right there on Amazon Prime, you can watch the game on Roku if you're out there watching it. You can watch it right here. So just keep keep your television on. Just switch from channel 210 on the Roku channel to the Amazon Prime app and let's roll. Because tonight the NFC West can be clinched. It can be clinched not by the defending world champs. The Los Angeles Rams are playing the final game of this weekend against the Green Bay Packers when the schedule came out it was all looking like this was a marquee event instead we're seeing the defending Super Bowl champs with Baker Mayfield go against the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers and the defending world champs are sitting there at four and nine and the Green Bay Packers at five and eight coming off of a late bye. Sean McVay slated to be on tomorrow's program and so no, it's the Seattle Seahawks hosting the San Francisco 49ers because the Arizona Cardinals, as we all know, a complete lost season. Kyler Murray, non-contact injury, blows out his ACL just this past week, and this team has only four wins. The general manager, Steve Kahn, taking an indefinite leave of absence for personal health reasons. These are the left, last two teams standing. The Seattle Seahawks, who nobody thought coming into the season had a shot at the division. Nobody. We were all talking about how they were going to be watching Russell Wilson cook elsewhere, and their plan post-Russell Wilson was a whole mishmash of who knows what. But Geno Smith put his foot in the ground and said, don't call it a comeback. Okay? Don't call it a comeback. And that team went and hit Munich at 6-3, and three, and now, unfortunately, they're 7-6. and six. They have hit that mid-season swoon I was talking about after a terrific start. And tonight is when they, in front of their home fans and their 12s, 
can show up on national television, if I'm not mistaken, for the first time since that week one Monday night football contest against Russell Wilson and show everybody what they're made of. Preventing San Francisco from clinching the division, which, yes, they can do tonight with a win with Brock Purdy at quarterback. And this is, again, why I love the NFL. It is a narrative-generating machine, as I always say. It just keeps on churning out stories that you didn't see coming. And it is also the possibility of you can't make this up. And the possibility of careers coming out of nowhere and taking off like a rocket ship. And I know this may come across as an overreaction because the kids only had one career start and three plus quarters before that in an emergency role. But Brock Purdy is on a launching pad, folks. He has positioned himself on a launching pad because the pad is made of an organization with a championship defense and an offense that has playmakers all around him. And the guy at Mission Control is a coach who knows how to position his players and knows how to get his players ready and play the system that he has in store and in mind. It's all there. Everything's there. The teammates are there. The situation is there. The setup is there. The Super Bowl is within reach for the San Francisco 49ers organization if Brock Purdy can take him there. And I can't get enough of stories like this. Kid at Iowa State, sitting around first night of the draft, figuring out second night of the draft. He's not hearing his name either. All day Saturday, I'm sitting there in Las Vegas, Nevada, the Blue Man Group showing up. All mm-hmm. sorts of crazy stuff's happening. We're not paying attention to fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round picks, oh. pick by pick anymore. That's yeah, not the way we cover Saturday, the draft. It's a good time. And just for you know what's and, and giggles, we throw it to the podium for the final pick in the draft. No idea that the name Brock Purdy, a kid who was at the combine, that was being lost amongst so many different quarterbacks being thrown about, so many different guys that were being talked about. Brock Purdy's name gets mentioned. We think nothing of it. And here we are in week 15, and this kid, if he wins tonight, he clinches, helps clinch a division title and a home game for the San Francisco 49ers. That will happen four weeks from now, assuming Debo Samuel back healthy and a team that can stroll in Washington, the same Seattle Seahawks, the New York Giants, the Detroit Lions. Yes, you want to talk about possibilities in week 15 that are in the ether in this you-can't-make-it-up league? Yes, the Detroit Lions. It could possibly be, possibly be, maybe, just maybe, the Dallas Cowboys. But that would mean the 49ers show up as the fourth seed, which won't happen, or the Cowboys show up as the sixth seed, which I don't think is going to happen either. But you can never say never. But it's the Commanders, the Giants, the Seahawks, the Lions. That's who's showing up for Brock Purdy's first career playoff start. Can win that one. Win that one. Win that one, and maybe you wind up in Minnesota. 
Can they win that one? Maybe they stay put and Minnesota comes there if they catch Minnesota. Can they win that one? Uh-huh. I mean, we can't say at all that Brock Purdy can't do this. That's true. We cannot sit here and say, forget it. Guy has no chance. He can't do it because that's the beauty of the NFL. And tonight, tonight, that carriage rides in to a crazy-ass spot. I have been in Seattle for Thursday night football games numerous times for NFL Network. Numerous. I saw a rain monsoon hit that stadium pregame so hard that the field bubbled up that was when alex smith and the san francisco 49ers strolled in there to take on mike holmgren that's how long ago it was and alex smith surprised everybody by beating the seahawks that night and we were all surprised to see the field bubble up like what the hell's going on fans show up there and it feels like you're on a different planet so yes Brock Purdy can get thrown off his game tonight. He's also banged up. It's a short week. I will proffer to say, no matter what spots in the Big 12 he showed up to play on the road for Iowa State, he's never heard a crowd or played in front of a crowd like the one he's playing in front of tonight. And it is, like I said, a moon community community like you're in a different like when you stroll in there and at night in seattle crazy things happen you feel like you're no longer on you feel untethered you really do if you're a member of the opposition so if he does it tonight you can be rest assured he can do it the rest of the way and that's what's at stake tonight the seahawks can say yeah that early season start is real We're making the playoffs. We might show up in San Francisco. We might show up in Minnesota. Yeah, this is real. Geno's for real. We're cooking. Don't call it a comeback. They write him off. He ain't right back, though. And then Sanford's, that's one of the lines of the year. They wrote him off, and he didn't write back. One of the lines of the year, TJ. And then you got the San Francisco 49ers with Brock Purdy, and he can go in and say, yeah, you think I can't do it? Outside of the warm embrace of the Niners faithful in Santa Clara in the field of jeans, you don't think I could do this on the road? You think I'm going to get thrown off my game because I'm just off of the Mr. Irrelevant turnip truck? Yeah, well, it's like, just It's going to be the usher gif, TJ. You watch. Usher. <laughs> That's what I can't <laughs> wait to see tonight. That's what's on the line. <laughs> and perfect guy to talk about that and so much more is Kurt Warner guy who took a magic carpet ride all the way to Canton, Ohio. And uh, speaking of Ohio, I'll be seeing him in Cleveland in the booth. He and I are calling that game. We'll talk about that, Tua Tungavailoa, and more. Kurt Warner kicking us off here on this Friday edition, Thursday edition, pardon me, of the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> when you open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You are unlocking potential to do your own thing and be your own boss and steer your own success and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit the open road and take on any goal you set to help you follow your passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure. Check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences off your bucket list. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, play out your dreams. No matter how far off the beaten path will take you, 16 body types you can choose from. You got a choice of a gas or diesel engine thousands of ways to customize your sprinter van now it's available in all-wheel drive a sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them so now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most don't wait unlock your potential inside a mercedes-benz sprinter this man will be to my right in the booth as we call the browns and the ravens on top of a large elf on nfl <laughs> network right in the middle of a triple header Browns hosting the Ravens. Joining me here to talk about it is a man whose bust is down the road in Canton from Cleveland, Ohio. He is on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, my Pro Football Hall of Fame friend, Kurt Warner. How you doing, Kurt? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited about this weekend. Me too. Me too. Um, and I, You know, there's so many different ways to look at this game, Kurt, from um, obviously the standpoint of who's starting at quarterback for both teams and the running attack and the defense that the Ravens have. But I'm just going to go straight to the question everyone wants an answer to, which is, are you packing that shiny coat for the game? Kurt? Are you packing the <laughs> well, shiny coat? I'm going to just tell people that they got to pay attention. They got to watch. Ah, watch this on Saturday and, uh, and they will go. see. We got two games these next couple weeks. You yes. and I in the booth. That's so. true. 
Um, there's a pretty good chance that the shiny coat makes an appearance at some point, oh. but, uh, but I'm not going to reveal when. So it's like an NBA player. It doesn't go back-to-back games, is that what you're saying right now? Like well, an NBA superstar? You know, no back-to-back? It may. If it makes an appearance this week and, and you know, it gets the love that, that it deserves, <laughs> then maybe it comes back uh, for the next week. I didn't know the, the shiny puffy coat needed load management. Uh, it cold is cold, man. I mean, like, let's go. Like, this is it. <laughs> That, that is true. Okay. That is true. Cold is cold. Okay. All right. By the way, I, as you know, I definitely appreciate you using anything to get anybody to watch this game with interest. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about being there with you. Anybody who's going to be tuning in, tune in for that. Then let's just jump into this. Um, it looks like we, we might get Snoop Huntley here. I mean, uh, what are you seeing out of this Ravens offense, regardless of who's at the controls of it, Kurt? Well, uh, you know, a couple things. I mean, they're still able to run the football. J.K. Dobbins coming back last week, um, you know, to full force. It's it's huge for them because he's that big playmaker, and they got a couple big plays from him. So it it still runs through that power run game. You know, the difference, obviously, is that Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. You know, he is a different beast. And so, um, you know, whether you're the Ravens offense and what you can do, with him back there, whether that's, you know, in, in the play action game or whether that's in the, the quarterback run game is going to be different. And so then you have Cleveland on the other side that when you have to prepare for Lamar Jackson, you got to prepare a little bit differently. You got to be a little more tentative if you're a Miles Garrett. Maybe not so much if, uh, if Huntley is in there. And so changes the complexion of, of that part of it. Um, I think they play a little bit more spread conventional pass game with Huntley in there as opposed to Lamar Jackson. And so that's another little twist that, that, that Cleveland has to be ready for. Um, you know, so those are a couple different changes, but it's still going to be about that power running game, and you're going to have to slow that down or stop that and then force it into the hands of, of Huntley um, you know, if you're Cleveland and if you want to win this game. And then what are you seeing in the first two games of Watson's return after a 700-day layoff? What are you looking? What are you seeing on that film? Yeah, Kurt? I mean, it, it's been shaky, as I think we all <laughs> expected it to. I mean, I think we would have been more amazed had he come out and, and not shown any signs of rust. The first game was a real struggle. Um, didn't look like his feet were underneath him. Looked like the game was going fast. You know, skipping a lot of balls into his receivers. Just. Just things that, you know, you, you expect when you get back out there the first time. I mean, even if you play the game, sometimes the game can speed up for you on different Sundays, and you got to work to slow that down. And it just looked like it was going real fast for him. Last week was better. You know, he was, he was more settled in. Um, you know, still not the Deshaun Watson that we, we saw in Houston and not the big playmaker. He looks like a guy that right now is more comfortable trying to get out of the pocket. And not that he hasn't always been that way, but I, I think it, it lends itself to time off. Let me just kind of run around and be an athlete because, you know, that's someplace that I'm always comfortable. And he's still getting accustomed to, uh, you know, to what they're doing in the drop back game. And, 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 you know, it lends itself to an interesting question that he played a lot in Houston you know, in shotgun. And we know that Cleveland is built off of the run game. And the, again, the power run game, extra tight ends, Nick Chubb downhill, as opposed to as much in the shotgun. And so that's an interesting dynamic to, to you know, to pay attention to that we're going to be paying attention to on Saturday is, um, you know, you're trying to build an offense around your quarterback, but at the same time, you've got an offense that's built around Nick Chubb and running the football and trying to mesh those two things and balance those two things is an in- interesting you know, dynamic that, that Kevin Stefanski got to deal with. Kurt Warner and I are going to be in the booth 4.30 Eastern on NFL Network, the middle game of the 
NFL Network triple header um, for week number 15. And we'll get to the kickoff of week 15 in a moment. But let's talk about that night game. You want to chime in on the Tua conversation du jour that the last two games have either exposed him or the running attack has not been supporting him enough. I'm hearing so much about the last two games of the Miami Dolphins, and I'd love to get your sense on it right now. Well, the first thing, Rich, is that, you know, every good offense, this happens to them, is that, you know, you have a good offense and you do certain things. Like, every offense does certain things really well. I mean, I remember watching a mic'd up of uh, Bill Belichick when we were playing them with the greatest show on turf, and he was yelling at his DBs, take away the big end. Just take away the big end. Force them to do something else because that was the staple of our offense. And so with this Miami team, they love to throw inside the numbers. They love the timing, skinny post, you know, uh, wrap in routes. And that's what Tua does well. That's what this offense is built around off of the play action. So they've been doing that extremely well all year long. Well, eventually defenses are smart enough to go, okay, we got to take that away. You know, we've got to stop that and figure out how to do it. And not always as easy to do it um, as, as understanding how to do it. But, you know, the last couple of weeks they played against a good defense in San Francisco, and then I love the, the plan that the Chargers had, and that's basically what they said is, we are going to take away the timing and we're going to take away the middle of the field. Now show me you can beat me other ways. And that's what great offenses and great quarterbacks have to do. You have to adjust, you have to evolve, and you have to show that that's not all we can do. You know, I can do more than throw the big end. You know, so if you want to take it away, we've got other answers. And that, to me, is where Miami is right now. Mike McDaniel in that offense, show me you can do something else. And Tua the same way. It's been a great year for Tua. But if you want to be a great quarterback in this league, you've got to be able to balance out some of those struggles when people take away your strengths. Can you still win football games? And, um, and that is the, the real question for Tua and this Miami team. And it's really going to define Tua moving forward. Um, you know, nothing wrong with what he's done up to this point because he's played the game the way that was in front of him. But now they're going to have to adjust, and we're going to see who Tua is as a complete quarterback, um, which is what we all want to see anyways and what they're going to have to know if they're going to be a team that can, you know, can, can battle in that division for years to come. So you're saying he has the ability to do that. We just need to see it. The question is, is, is what then? Or, 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 or he doesn't have that ability. I'm trying to well, figure yeah, out what right. you're saying. I mean, that, that, that's exactly <laughs> it. Is, does he or doesn't he? You know, I mean, everybody's, you know, big knock on Tua was arm strength. And so, you know, it lends itself to, oh, okay, he, he's playing inside the numbers. Okay, guys, the longest throw in football is going to be the one outside the numbers, right? Over defenders, you know, where you have to use a bigger arm. And so those are the questions that he can just go out and answer. You know, I mean, we can all speculate all we want until he's got to show that he can do it and he shows that he can do it consistently, um, we're still going to have those questions. But, yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to is show me you can evolve. Show me you can do the other things, the things um, you know, that people aren't taking away, uh, and, and you can be that every down great quarterback that we can expect to win for us no matter what a defense does. And, the, you know, I, again, I keep thinking about this line over the last several minutes that you – just gave us that analysis about how defensive coordinators and defenses are, are, are you know, onto, if you will, what Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins do well and do best and like to do and are trying to prevent it is um, a fellow Hall of Famer uh, of yours, Kurt Warner. Rod Woodson once told me the, the, the greatest adaptable organism in the NFL is a defense. 
uh, and you give a defensive coordinator time to to look at film, they'll they'll suss it out, and you're going to have to you're going to have to adjust. Is, is that what's happening to the Bills' offense? Um, because the the first six weeks they were on tilt, they were leaving opponents not only uh, in, in the losing column but just in a fetal position, you know. And we're not seeing that. I'm I'm wondering if Allen's banged up or something. What do you think, Kurt? Well, you know. I don't know if it's as much, you know, there's a book out because Josh Allen's really good and yeah. can do a lot of different things. You know, Stefan Diggs is, is really good, uh, and he's hard to take out of a game because they do so many things with him. But here's what I think sometimes happens is that, you know, all of us, I think everybody on our network, right, game day picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Yes. And so they come into the season, and everybody looks up at them like, oh, my gosh, this is the giant. You know, this is the team to beat this year. And then when a team, you know, kind of knocks them down a little bit or finds a way to beat them and, you know, kind of the old analogy, oh, you know, the giant can bleed. Like, like they're not invincible. And I think that's what we've seen a little bit with this Buffalo Bills offense is that teams, you know, came in thinking, oh, my gosh, they're going to be so hard to stop the unicorn at quarterback. And now they've seen that they can a little bit. Stephon Diggs is great. The more I watch some of their secondary receivers, the more I ask the question, how good are they? You know, can they dominate a game if Stephon Diggs is taken out of it? Can they make those tough plays, which you watched the game last week. They didn't make those tough plays last week. And so now you're saying to yourself, well, yes, they've got some good pieces, but are they great across the board offensively? I've seen Josh Allen get a little impatient at times, especially in the red zone. Instead of staying in the pocket and reading things, it's almost like he wants to buy a second and then run out of the pocket and try to create. And as he's done that, he's made more mistakes in those creative situations than he did in the past. And so I think that's what we're seeing is that, you know, not only the, the opponents, but the Bills, too, going, man, this isn't as easy as it, as it was earlier. This isn't as easy as we thought it was going to be. And they're pressing a little bit, and you put those two things together, and you don't have this vaunted giant that everybody says, oh, my gosh, they're invincible. Now it's like they're good, and they've still got some great pieces, but – they're not invincible. We can do some things and we can have some success against them if we take advantage of the opportunities they give us. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, and in your QB Confidential, where people can check out uh, your opinions on what you're seeing on film and your advice for 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 everybody as well, uh, qbconfidential.com. And of course, there's your YouTube site for it as well. Which is the most indefensible offense? that you're seeing, which is the one that gives the most problems. And you say, well, this one is going to win more than most uh, when, when the chips are down, which one do you yeah, see? I mean, yeah, I think there's, there's two components. I mean, I think the first answer always comes to you because I always think about the quarterback and I say, well, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it's the chiefs because Patrick is so good. And, and even when he doesn't play great on schedule, he's so good off schedule that he makes it, at times, indefensible. But if I'm picking an offense right now, I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Um, Jalen Hurts is playing great. They've got weapons on the outside. If you want to try to stop the run game, which is really, really hard because their quarterback's really good at it, the RPO game that's attached to it, they've got so many different dynamics. But if you want to try to take that away, man, they've got you know, two guys on the outside that you know, can beat you in any given moment and go for home runs. And that's what makes it so hard is it's not just, oh, we'll take away the run and then they can throw it, but, you know, it'll still make them work the ball down the field. They are a big play team that are extremely efficient because their quarterback is dealing the football in whatever facet. You know, in the run game, he's making the right decisions. He's making big plays. In the RPO game, 
making right decisions, getting the ball to the right guy. And then he's throwing the ball extremely well down the field and reading the field in the drop-back game. You put all that together, um, you know, whereas the Chiefs don't really have that run game. They don't have that aspect. That, to me, is what makes it so hard because they can beat you so many different ways. They don't have to throw for 300 yards, you know, to put up 40 points. You know, they can have two guys go for 150. I mean, it's just it's really, really hard to stop, and specifically because their quarterback, as I said last week on game day, has been the most consistent quarterback in the National Football League from week one to now. And, you know, Micah Parsons on Vaughn Miller's podcast, I got Vaughn on the back end of this show. I'm sure you heard his comments that it's the system and the team. He called Jalen Hurts essentially a system quarterback. I mean, uh, I, I love Micah's fire, but I, 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 I don't see that. I just well, don't well, see I mean, it. Here's the thing, Rich, and I've said this for years. I mean, I've, I've got the same you know, comments for, for years. It's like, well, anybody could have done what I did, <laughs> you know, the players I had around me. You know, and maybe so, but the bottom line is other people didn't. And you know, it's <laughs> kind of the same thing <laughs> with, with Jalen Hurts. It's like it's easy to say, oh, geez, it's the system around him. Everything's going well, but nobody else has done this. I mean, he's doing it and playing at an MVP level every single week, and it's not just because of the system. It's not just because, you know, he closes his eyes and throws the ball and guys make plays. He's playing great football. And so that's the thing to me is everybody's a system quarterback. I I say this all the time. You know, maybe a guy like a Mahomes or an Allen gives you a little bit more outside of the typical system that fits their strengths. But the system in Philly is perfect for Jalen Hurts. Duh. That's what you want to do as a coach. It's build around your quarterback. Your quarterback can do a whole bunch of things, build around him. So, yeah, the system helps him because they've built the right system. But the quarterback makes it go and drives the engine. So to sit back, if you watch any film at all, and say this system is making uh, Jalen Hurts really good, you can't do it. It, it. Like, I'd love to sit down with Micah and all respect to him and go, show me. Show me where you think this system um, you know, is making him an MVP candidate, and I'll show you just as many throws where you go, how many guys in the league are making that? How many guys in the league are doing that? And so, um, you know, again, all due respect, I understand, you know, that's kind of what defenders want to say or fans of other teams want to say is, oh, he's not that good, it's just a system. But, you know, that to me is, is part of the game, and he's playing in a perfect system, and he's got players around him, but he's playing really, really good football. Kurt Warner here on the Rich Eisen Show, and uh, as we as we wrap up our, our conversation here before we, we head off to Cleveland for the Saturday game we're calling together, um, one of the reasons why I want to have you on is, is to ask for, for help. Do you know somebody who played college ball in the state of Iowa and fell down virtually everybody's draft boards, um, wears number 13 or wore number 13, and immediately got thrust in the national spotlight because he suddenly starting when nobody expected him to start at quarterback and then thrived. Do you know anybody you know, it, about it that? Sounds familiar. Okay. Sounds like a like a, like a you know familiar familiar path. What advice um, would you have for Brock Purdy? right now or have you reached out to him have you connected with him have you have you done anything um, with that or i actually have connected with him through a friend a okay. friend of uh, mine mm-hmm. that i actually played with his son played with brock purdy um mm-hmm. and asked if i would just you know reach out to him uh you know last week so okay. i don't know if uh you know what got back to, to brock or not but we've okay. actually stayed in touch i've followed him because of those things you're talking about especially because he's a um you know an arizona boy so you know he was played high school in arizona yeah. and then you know played at iowa state so um so i followed him and, and been a fan of his and, and we've met over the years um you know but 
you know, what I would say is simply what people told me when I got into that situation is you don't have to go out and be somebody else. You know, when I took over in, in St. Louis, you know, Trent Green was tearing it up in preseason. I mean, he was the reason that we were so confident because he was playing great. And their point was, hey, you've got good players around you. Just be you. Just just play your game. You know, do what you do well because we're good enough around you to be successful. And that freed me up to have the confidence to just play the game and play the way that I did. And, and you know, for me it was attacking down the field and not worrying about making a mistake or whatever. Just play and, and do what you've always done. And that would be my same advice to Brock Purdy and very much what he did last week is just be Brock Purdy. Play your game. You're not in a situation where – they're expecting you to throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns every week. They're not going to ask you to drop back 35, 40 times. So play the game. Settle in and know, hey, if a play's not there, we can punt. You know, the, you know those kinds of things are part of being confident at the position that you don't have to prove something to everybody with every single throw. And I thought he did a great job of that last week, um, making the plays that were there, uh, did some really good things of, of moving and, and it gets pressure. Uh, but if they get that kind of performance, just making those kinds of throws every week with the talent they've got around them, I think they've got a chance, kind of like our team in 99, to, to make a, a run and to compete in the NFC and maybe for a, for a Super Bowl championship because they're that good. And he played really, really solid football last week. Now, I, I, you know, because in 99, there weren't mobile devices that would put, you know, um, opinions and videos. Um, uh, th- there was nothing uh, back then, Kurt, where you would trend. You definitely would have trended, <laughs> you know, if there was Twitter <laughs> at the time and, and shows like this one didn't exist. It was just basically ESPN and some sports talk. But did you like what what advice would you have for him, you know, to keep his head screwed on straight? I mean, the amount of people who are no doubt knocking on his door right now must be through the yeah. roof compared to two weeks ago, you know? So, yeah, uh, I mean, the advice I would I would always give um, and, and I, I think it applies no matter what era is just be realistic about who you are and where you're at. And so there are going to be articles out there that, you know, for whatever reason, knock you down. And I think sometimes there can be value in those articles when you read them and go, oh, you know what, that makes sense. And then there's other times you can read it and go, that's just ridiculous. That, that doesn't make sense. They don't know what they're talking about. And vice versa, you know, with really good articles, you know, where somebody, oh, man, he's great. And you look at it and go, oh, that's not really accurate either. So I think having a realistic viewpoint of who you are and how you're playing and then using everything, you know, to kind of, you know, to, to push in those chips to become better at what you do. Um, you know, I always use the example is that a lot of people ask me why I wear, wore gloves at the end of my career. And um, it all started because, you know, I read a couple articles that said, you know, Kurt's not the same player because he had a bunch of hand injuries and, and he couldn't control the ball the way that he did early in his career. Now, I practiced every day and I threw the ball and I'm thinking, you know, there's no way. I mean, like, I'm throwing the ball as well as I ever have. That, that's not realistic. But there was always something in the back of my mind that said, but what if, you know, what if there is something that, you know, maybe I'm fumbling the ball a little bit more in the pocket because I don't have the arm strength or the, the hand strength that I used to have. What if? And that was really why I went on the quest to, to put on gloves, is to go, well, if there's some truth to that, what could I possibly do to counter that? And for me, it was, let's, let's just try gloves. And so as long as I can throw the football the way I always did, and if there is some kind of you know, something that it gives me an advantage with or, you know, mentally, whatever that is, try it. 
And that's really what pushed me on that path to wear gloves the last three years of my career. And I don't know to this day if it helped or, or not. But what I know is that I took that information and said, you know, I can understand why people are saying that, and there may be some truth to it. Let me attack that and see what I can do for it. And so I think that to me is very, very important for every player is not just to, to shun everything that, you know, I don't want to say critiques you, but, you know, every you know, analyst that talks about this is what they do well, but this is what they, they need to improve on. Listen to those things. Take what you know uh, is, is true and apply it to your game, and I believe that's how we all get better. Well, I think if he continues doing what he's doing, Kurt, we need to start a 13 club to counter Michael's 88 club. Oh, certainly. I like it. Seriously. I like it. There's a number of guys out there. We, we could do that. You know, Brockman, you wore 13? I wore 13 in high school, Kurt. There you go. Oh, all right. All right. We got he won- people in the club already. No, he's not in the club. What? Oh, Come what? On. Just doesn't okay. matter any level. I mean, Irv, Irv makes 88. Well, I, I, 88. I got to understand how good he was. Like, isn't that what the 88 Chris? club is like? Good performers in that number. So I don't Chris. think it really matters what level you play at. Thank you, Kurt. How, uh, however, I did throw three picks in the playoff game that we lost. No. Just... I, I threw three picks numerous times. Don't worry hey! about it. Hey, okay. See, he's, <laughs> you're too nice, Kurt. I don't think he should be in the club, but it's okay. <laughs> but I, seriously, the football 101 segment you do with Irv because he's 88, you're 13. Yeah. Football 101, let's get more 13s in there. I, I like it. Do you know I'm, why I'm, Purdy wears that? I wonder why Purdy wears 13. Uh, I, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. know. I've never, I haven't heard a story behind that, so That's, I don't know. Well, if he keeps playing, we're going to find out. Uh, Kurt, thanks for the call. <laughs> Travel safe. Uh, look forward to uh, to all. Oh yeah, one last thing for you before I get before I let you go. I'm sorry. Uh, we saw this card the other day uh, that you popped out there on uh, on Twitter where you have all your notes on this card uh, about bales early a lot, and then the last one. What are we doing? And I pointed out that's yeah. you putting yourself in this. Like it's a quarterback club. You're saying, you know, what are we doing? You're rooting for this person. Do we ever put a name to this uh, to this tweet, Kurt? We did not. We did not. I like to keep those notes uh, specific to me. Okay. You know, you got all the haters out there. Okay. But I will. I will tell you that it, it yes. wasn't specific. I mean, I, it was specific to a team, but that's not rare. That you know, and and oftentimes, <laughs> I you love know, that that what are we doing can be twofold, right? It yes. could be what is the quarterback doing here? Like, what are we doing? Or it could be what are we doing as a as a team? Like, what, what is this play? What what's going on here? And the quarterback has no chance in that situation. So I'm not even sure uh, which team that was. I know it was. That's, that's Brockman. throughout the notes, for sure. Hey, I, I, can, I got, I got, I got a single knows. guess. Huh? Gotta... Was it Mac Jones and the Pats? Because what are we doing is what I scream every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's on the notes sometimes. With the Pats. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> he will not confirm or deny either way. But it's funny, watching the Patriots with Cooper, uh, who you've played catch with many times, my 11-year-old is a diehard Patriot fan. He said the other night, watching the Monday night game, third quarter, he goes, oh, man, what? He goes, not another screen pass. Come on. That's what he screamed <laughs> at the screen. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're working through some things offensively. Yeah, but- he... He just used hey. better language than Mac Jones. I mean, you know. For sure. Yeah, it was saying. similar. Forget the quick game. Let's throw the ball. <laughs> yes, I think that's uh, exactly what Coop was saying right there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a work in progress there for sure. But, I mean, the amazing thing is they're in the playoffs right now. So, with that work in progress, if they can get a little bit better along the way, you never know because their defense is really, really good. QBconfidential.com to get more of Kurt's musings. Of course, there's his YouTube page for that, uh, at Kurt13Water on Twitter. 
I am so fired up uh, to call a game, uh, the two of us, Kurt, I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I'm very excited. This is the first two-man booth I've ever worked in my career. Oh, um, is it really? Yeah, because it's the four of us. And then the one time I didn't oh, wow. do it with the four of us, it was me, Nate Burleson, and and Joe Thomas. Um, that was the last okay. time I called uh, a Deshaun Watson game. I called him Winston for an entire quarter. And I looked down at my phone, and Susie's like, what the hell is your problem? And I called her up in a commercial break, and she told me I was doing something wrong. So... I get. Well, I we'll, promise. We'll, we'll take care of that this week. I will you be on the same page. I'm excited as well. Me too. I look forward to it. Kurt Travel will. All right, buddy. That's Kurt Warner. Boy. Check out Kurt and I in the booth on Saturday on NFL Network, 4.30 Eastern, in the middle of a triple header for Ravens at Browns. And you can listen to Kurt call Monday Night Football and so many other NFL games in the NFL app on the Odyssey app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports sponsored by AutoZone. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. A uh, personal sports confession. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if the uh, the fantasy church can be open for this confessional, but it's coming up. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we've been on the Roku channel since September. Right? We come on the air, and some people might still be new to us, and if you are, um, we've been on the air here for eight-plus years, and there's something here called the Dolan Wormhole, <laughs> where oh, I despise the owner of the New York Knickerbockers so much. Uh, I swore off the Knicks when he threw Charles Oakley out of Madison Square Garden and let him stay in jail overnight. I just any any mention of just me seeing him just puts me in such a rage. I can't get out of it. The gravitational pull. Didn't we have also Neil deGrasse Tyson come on and say that it's technically not a word? Like he yeah. scientifically said, I'm 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 off. Right? It's technically, technically, it should be a black hole. We're going yeah, that's into what the he said. black hole. Okay, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. the wormhole. He pushed back yeah. on us because when you go into a black hole, you don't ever come back. And we're pro science here on the show. Absolutely. But I just still can't. It's, it sounds better. It does. It flows better. And he might be the only person that will pick that nit. Yeah, he didn't really poo-poo it. He was just like, you know, actually just so you well, know. Yeah, he just couldn't. Exists. He can't. A man of his stature just couldn't let it lie. Yeah, but okay. he didn't, you know, mock you for being wrong. I, I, I will say this, though. I am finding myself watching more and more New York Knickerbocker games. Uh-oh. I love it. I really like this team. Mm. Uh-oh. I really like them. Okay. They're a likable bunch. All right. It's fun to watch them play basketball. It's still jarring to see Julius Randle wearing Bernard King's number. 
Did he have the worst uh, ISO possession end of game uh, of all time this yesterday? Is, uh, after LeBron against your Celtics the other <laughs> night? Close? I mean, he literally stood at the top I know. The, for like I know. 20 seconds I think and then threw up an air ball. If the I had to guess, <laughs> I th- the, the Bulls had a foul to give, and I thought he was waiting for that foul to be given. Ah, uh, well... It never arrived. He took a bad shot. It was terrible <laughs> to the point where it didn't touch the rim and it gave the, the Bulls seven cents of a second with which to, to advance the ball and win the game. Yeah. Almost cost them. Yeah. But they went to overtime, went overtime. and Jalen Brunson, man, what is he doing in New York except becoming a superstar? Yeah, He's man. nice. You guys all poo-pooed that signing. Who's Who did? Yeah, who did? I didn't. It was it Well, was, the majority of people kind of scoffed. Like, why at is the, Jalen Brunson getting that, $100 getting, million? Like, getting like, yeah. So... Nine figures of contract. Well, he's well, he's showing up. Yeah, he is. And by the way, when when he when you see the game time decision stuff, normally that means the guy's not playing. He's game time decision, and he balled out. Yeah. R.J. Barrett fouls out. They still won the game. Yeah, thirty and seven. I last like night. the coach too. Did you Bronson. see Tibbs showing up to bark about uh, uh, an official's interpretation <laughs> of the replay when the ref was trying to the ref is trying is is at camera trying to do his job to explain <laughs> to the folks on a national ESPN television yeah. audience what's going on he comes up and barks in the middle of it Tibbs head just pops into the <laughs> side of the screen he's like rah, 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 rah. you saw that right yeah. and the ref looks at him by the way he looks like, like Rodney up. Dangerfield doesn't he doesn't he have a very Rodney Dangerfield sort of look at him. Hey, Nick's not getting respect over here. I tell you, I'm all right now. Come but on. last week I was in rough shape. What are you? Are you nice shot you got there. You get it with a free bowl of soup. I, I mean, I, I'm. Hey, Wang, this club is restricted. I'm, as long as he's. It's Dolan just stays out of camera. Can he stay out of camera? Probably he not. He owns the team. On the road, though. I didn't see him on the road. He doesn't travel on the road because he, he doesn't get travel. those seats. He, he doesn't get travel. those seats underneath the basket. Well, he's got band practice. He can't go. Yeah. Yeah. Could be that, too. Yeah. Or band camp. Is he in band camp? <laughs> One time at band camp. I had the schmecky up. Okay, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, he, needs Rich. Pro- you, he needs appropriate companionship as Knicks well. Knicks have won five in a row, and it's fun to watch. Right. They're fun to watch. There you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> you're pulling me back in a little bit. It's fun to watch. Hour two coming up. I got excited with the music. I'm no, mad you didn't. About you just hit the wrong right music. Now. It's okay, Mike. We're not I perfect. I started the first hour wrong. You, uh, you ended it. It's not great. I noticed you did you something in don't. fantasy basketball. It just really just now annoyed me. What did it annoy Uh-oh, you? What did you have? I was going to pick up Steven Adams Weren't yesterday. You? But here's the deal. Weren't you? The site wouldn't let me drop the guy yeah, I want to drop because he had just played. So you, you literally can't. have to wait till the next wait day? Till the next day. Yeah. That's so stupid. What do you mean? Talk well, if, to the, the game's talk to the commissioner over, who loves our site. If the site. game's over, then the guy's already played. This man puts the exclamation it, point in Yahoo. And he was he on loves my bench so anyway. He yeah, always, it, was it, like he was in my start. You should be able to make a move for the next day during the during So the, they're the like, you can't, day. and I forget. No, why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you should. Yeah. You're not giving me a reason. I mean, it would be different if I had the, the guy I was trying to drop in my lineup that day, right? It's like, no, you no, can't No, on the other site that we used to be on that he didn't like, mm-hmm. you could drop that, somebody that who's currently liked. playing for the next day as he's playing. Yeah, we can't do that in this can't site. do that here. I no. just realized it was the ah. second time so I tried. So I now, tried to get Steven Adams last night. You couldn't once get again, him? I couldn't. Wait till so the next day. Uh, I wake up earlier than you because I have smaller children. And I two don't dogs. sleep, though, so I should Okay, very good. Well, you no. slept on this one. I did, man. Sorry, guys. Crap. But I thought you're not supposed to pick things. You're supposed to like the team you drafted. <laughs> <laughs> I've got 70 transactions now. That is now. insane, I'm proud of it. by the way. Well, look. I'm retroactively putting in a rule. You pay a dollar for each transaction. Oh, happy yeah. to pay. Winner goes, gets the, the money? pot. Winner <laughs> gets the pot. Great. 
I'll Who take owns the, the money, though? <laughs> it's called an investment. <laughs> <laughs>